0: So hello, everybody. I'm recording this from freezing cold Connecticut, but you'll be hearing this in your ears when I am kicked back on my back patio looking at a canal that hopefully doesn't have alligators in it. So uh am thrilled <laughs> to be here and hopefully not dead from the gators yet.
1: I'm going to relocate gators to your, the canal
0: just because. <laughs> if I die, can we like make this like a memorial podcast? <laughs> Right, like, can we do like a like an Oscars, you know, one of those in memoriam segments where you just have a bunch of people come make up nice things about me?
2: We can, but I believe I had to say this to you through DM like a week ago. You can't say something about like a murder or like a possible murder and then
0: well, um, that get was away
2: with it. That was now different. It's first degree and it's premeditated. I'm a big true crime fan, but like. So now we're implicated in whatever the hell Danny does to kill you with any aliators. Um, So it could be a memorial, but it would also be evidence as well. Which,
0: Danny and I have discussed this a shocking amount of times. <laughs> if I'm being honest, we've thought about like if slash when Danny or somebody murders me, turning this podcast into like a serial, but for Harry Potter. Oh, Because like, especially if Danny does the murdering, she can lay all the clues to make really good content.
2: I'm I'm totally down for that.
0: Just there's,
1: saying. A, there's an author I follow, and she's like, "If you ended up in jail, like a fun thing, like what would it be for?" I'm like, "Unfortunately, there's overwhelming evidence in audio format that if my podcast co-host disappears, they'll know who did it. But also, if I disappear, there's also overwhelming evidence on the other side
2: of that. You just have to make your books beforehand that has all your information in it in case one of you goes missing. Smart. My mommy has all that for me. <laughs>
1: and so the voice you've been hearing is Nicole.
2: Oh,
1: hi. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we start off with, how about you introduce yourself, your house, and kind of what you do in the Harry Potter world?
2: Okay. So my name's Nicole. Um, currently, last name is Labad. It will be changing to McCarthy in a couple months because I'm getting married. Um I, let's see. So the house thing is actually really complicated, um, which it shouldn't be complicated. And for years, I I have said it shouldn't be complicated. So I've been a Harry Potter fan since 98. Since 98, I have been a strict Gryffindor house. That's it. I've always identified with Harry. Easy, very like easy for me. Um, Like, I wouldn't say I've been brave, but like the rest of it, I'm like, yeah, totally. I'm like, I'm like Harry. There's a lot of like Ron parts of me, even like Hermione. I'm like, yeah, that's totally me. And it hasn't been until fairly recently after like 20 plus years of that that I'm like, oh shit, wait, I think I'm a a Hufflepuff. Um, But like, I might be like so much of a Hufflepuff that like, I'm afraid to tell people that because of what they might think of me and like hurt my feelings about it. Does that make sense? Well, how do
0: you, whether it makes sense or not, that's not for me to say. How, how do you come about that realization is like.
2: So, okay. So it's kind of complicated. It's complicated, but not complicated. I I say everything's complicated because my brain's complicated, but like, I am totally the chick that like, if there's a fire, I'm going to be the last person in there saving like the strangers from leaving the building. Like, um, like there was (laughs) a And since a couple months ago where I was the only witness of a hit and run and I very dangerously followed someone in a high speed chase for multiple miles in the darkness to get license plates numbers, like, but I've realized that like, I don't do that shit because I'm brave necessarily. I do that shit because I just care so much about like other people that um, I'm like compelled to do those. So I'm an extreme empath. Um, I think like I finally had a therapist, um, uh, my therapist, like tell me this like four years ago and everything kind of went into place. So I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Because I just like pull in other people's feelings and like, it totally affects me. Um, and it's like kind of a good thing. And also like a really horrible thing. Cause like, I don't know how to shut it off sometimes, but a lot of the things that I do and the person that I am comes from like my feelings about things. And that's where I realized like, that's like, um, oh God, I'm going to butcher this quote, but there's like a famous Carrie Fisher quote where she says something about like, you know, like be afraid, but do it anyway. And I realized like, that's what I've been doing. Like my whole life. I've, I do shit. So to me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really brave, but I'm not. I just, I just like <laughs> I'm resilient and I power through. Um, and not that that's a bad thing by any means. It's just, that's just who I am. The other thing is, like, there was never really good representation of Hufflepuffs. I'm going to say this left and freaking right. Like, I hate Cedric Diggory. Um, like, there's certain people, like, you where is fall. Paula? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> where is Paula right now? Like, I like, fell in love with her, like, right away as soon as I saw her post something like that. Cause I, like, I freaking hate Cedric. Um, I also hate Cho Chang's. And I know that she doesn't hate him, her as well. But, like, I hate that whole relationship. I hate everything about Cedric. So, like, why would I? identify with a Hufflepuff when like, there's nobody to identify with. And like I said, I always identified hardcore with Harry. Um, so like, that's, yeah, that made sense to me. So that's my, t- my tangent of that. I realized that I didn't even go on to the rest of what you asked me. Um, but uh, yeah, so my house, I have like everything Gryffindor, like a lot of my stuff is Gryffindor, but I, um, I do think I really am truly like a Hufflepuff. So I'm, I'm admitting that now. Um, to everyone out there, please be nice to me, um, and tell me that that's okay. Because I know people are really strict strict about like not switching your houses, but
0: yeah, no, look,
2: like I, who cares? Who cares? I there think there are a for couple instance, people that I've seen like who like somebody has a um a profile that says like used to think I was a a Gryffindor and then realized I'm um, a Ravenclaw, like not like the cool kids or someone, and like. Um, you know, there's a bunch of people that come out like that. So I guess I'm not alone. But that's the whole thing with just joining Pottergram is that I have never really been around other really deep Potter lovers. Um, So a lot of like my thoughts about everything are just kind of like based on like my own thoughts of like, Oh, well, what if I were to what if I were to find a real another real potter lover and I were to say that to them and like what would they think of me? Do you know what I mean? Like, because I don't have other people to normalize it with. As silly as that sounds. Um,
0: so I'll give I'll give a super quick hot take just to give you some cover here. I don't understand people who are so passionate about being like, I'm a Huffleclaw, I'm a griffin puff. I understand that like the houses are really kind of like amalgams of like all the different behaviors of each other. And like maybe one is slightly more predominant. I get that. And I get that there's a large argument against assigning definitive traits. So early. I'm, I'm all well and good, but no, just pick one of the four and just, just like, stop. I think
2: it comes from indecisiveness of wanting to say one thing, but really thinking that you feel another thing, but like, you're afraid to say both like, a, like a Griffin puff because like, you really feel like you're a Hufflepuff, but you feel like you should say that you're a Gryffindor or like a Slytherin crawl, whatever. Like you think it's cool to say you're a Slytherin, but really you feel like you're a Ravenclaw. You know what I mean? Like that's my take on it, but that's probably because I used to kind of think I was like, well, maybe I'm a Gryffindor. Puff. Well, no, really? It was all just bullshit.
0: I even go, I'll even go a step further and say, I don't understand when people like strongly identify with the Ilvermorny houses.
2: I, I don't, I, mean, I don't, I don't do that.
0: I'm a Wampus. Okay. I don't, what, what the hell I don't even know the Ill,
2: of, the Ill of whatever house is. Um, I know that like, Stephen, you kind of have some feelings towards like the Fantastic Beast series. Like you are just kind of like give or take it. Right. Like I, I watched the first one uh, twice or three times in theater, twice in theaters. I watched the second one. I can't tell you what happened in the second one. I can't um i don't know if the
0: actors could tell you what happened no
2: one else can tell you what happened (laughs) well and i feel like i watched it with somebody i think i watched it with my fiance and he was like what the fuck happened like what happened like i have no idea and i was like well i don't know like i'm from the potter universe and i don't know like even what happened um and like it's just not super interesting to me like nifflers are cute and stuff but like it's just not something that i like really go into so those houses and stuff i don't i know like nothing about let's um, be honest yeah, secrets
1: uh, for crimes of grindelwald the best thing that happened was jude law
2: i do like jude law i mean we're girls of like the 90s so like that's when all of his good movies came out and stuff so like the 90s and like early 2000s so yeah it's yeah. I get what you're saying. Like when you have a really strong feeling about one thing or another, like I have a really strong feeling about Harry Potter as a whole, but like in terms of my house or like who I strongly identify with, like as a character, um, which I love when there's like people that are like these obscure freaking characters that they identify with. And I'm like, you're so full of shit that you, would it'd,
0: it'd be like, like me identifying with Anthony Goldstein. Cause he's the one Jew in the series. It's like, we know nothing about him, but he's the one Jew, so he's my favorite. No,
2: or like he had one funny line, and you're like, like, no, like, I identified with Harry because he was the main guy, and like, that's just the way it was, you know what I mean? And he was written that way, so.
0: To be fair, there are more Jews in the series. She clearly wrote The Goblins (laughs) as Jewish, but we're not even going there. (laughs) Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. So you said... That you came into the series back in '98. Tell us about that. Tell us how you encountered Harry Potter and uh, how you grew to love it. My ADHD
2: is really bad. So back in 1998, in the fall of 1998, I was in eighth grade, um, and my eighth grade English teacher, Mrs. Cheryl Regal, um, we just had like a free writing like book that we had to do like a, a like a whatever you call it on. My words are really good. I have a degree in English and my words are really good, just so you know. Um, so we had to do like a free writing like essay on like a book. And we went down to the, um, to the library and, and like the librarian like wheeled in like a cart of like books. She was It was basically like, you guys can pick whatever you want, but here's some books that I'm really excited about right now. And, you know, this is a junior high. So it's sixth, seventh and eighth grade. And I can remember her telling us about like maybe five different books. Nobody gave a shit about Harry Potter. I was not a reader. I didn't read. Um, I'm a musical theater kid. Um, my just I'm off the walls, like I don't sit and like read, it's just not something I ever did. So the fact that I was slightly interested in this idea of like a boy wizard book, I was like, all right, I'll go with that. And like, I don't know what books are like now. I mean, I kind of do because my sister's a teacher, but like books when I was a kid were really effed up, they were really disturbing, everything that you had to read for classes, like just really damaged me as like a person in a whole so the idea that there was this book where it didn't seem like anything bad was going to happen that's what I went with so I'm like again I'm 13 and I felt kind of weird because this was supposed to be 10 and I sat and I read it like I don't know in a couple of days and I loved it and it was the first book that I had ever read uh, cover to cover and it's kind of I can remember like being in eighth grade at the time and being like that's really like pathetic to admit at this time that I've gotten all the way to eighth grade without really reading a book when I've like written book reports and stuff I mean like I said I made it through college with a degree in English and I maybe read three whole books the entire time I was there so um but like Harry Potter was the first thing that I sat and read it was the first thing that like held my attention and I just loved it and I was doing like this um regional play at the time so I was like super busy and I can remember like trying to find time to like read in between like shows and stuff and just not really having like a ton of time. And it was really just, I just wanted to reread Harry Potter. Like I wasn't interested in other books. I just wanted to reread Harry Potter. And um, someone had like said like, oh, there's there's a rumor that there's like a second book. And this was really before, I guess there was the internet in 98, but not nowhere near the way that it is now. Like Amazon wasn't a thing. Like it it was, but again, no way that the way it was now. You couldn't just like order a book from the UK. So I think it was like January, February. I knew a friend like in a class that was going to the UK for some reason. I have no idea why. And I was like, oh, Kate, there's like this book called Harry Potter. And like, if you see one over there, can you get it for me? And I remember her. I have no expectations. She came back. She had a paperback copy of the book for me. And she was like, it's like really big over there. Like people are like really into it. So it's like really easy to find a copy. Um. And then I just reread the first and the second until I could get my hands on a third that summer. So the summer of 99 was when I could get my hands on a copy of the third. Um, And it was shortly before I believe it was released, like, shortly before, like, the second came out in the U.S. or something like that. I had, like, the first three from, like, the U.K. Um, And I actually have a first edition special edition of the third that's beautiful that is now a piece of shit but if it was in perfect shape it would be worth so much money um but i just kept rereading it over and over again i can remember being like 14 that summer and taking a trip up the coast of california with my parents we were we um had like some family in la in santa monica and then we were like driving up the coast to see friends in san francisco i have an older brother I'm sorry, an older sister, younger brother. I'm a middle child, if that's not blatantly obvious. Um, And again, not a reader, like not someone who ever read. And I'm like sitting in the back seat of like the car, just like rereading the books like over and over again. And I can remember driving up the coast, like the Pacific Coast Highway in California, reading Chamber of Secrets, um, because this was like, like the week before I was getting... Prisoner of Azkaban, like before it was coming from like amazon.co.uk. Um, so I was just rereading like the, those two again for like my last time. And I was 14 and not very cool. And that was, that was what I did. And like, nobody knew. I mean, so yeah. And then I was going into ninth grade the following year. And that was the first year I dressed as Harry Potter for Halloween. Um, again, not cool. Um, nobody knew what Harry Potter was in October of 1999. Uh, definitely not in my hometown. Um, And I have a picture of like myself, like on a broom, like throwing like a snitch up in the air. And I've been trying to find it somewhere in my parents' basement because I feel like y'all will get a, like a kick out of it. Um, But I can't find it. So I just like, you know, at that point, then things started to progress. I started to get merch, like probably started collecting in 2000 because that's when the Warner Brothers started to have stuff. Um, and then the movies came out, I had one friend that um, had read the books by the time the movies came out. So I had one friend that is like my friend from like, since I was like seven, my friend Maggie, and she um, was sick one week from school, and she like read the Harry Potter series and like came in and was like, oh my God, when does the fifth one come out? And I was like, yeah, in like three years, good luck, like the rest of us. Um but that was like the like we went and saw the first um, the first movie together. I can remember and our, and our moms, um, and I worked at a toy store when I was in high school and parts of college, and I still go like visit all the time now. Um, and we did like a big party for the release of um, the fifth book, and I actually had my hands on the fifth book a full week early, which is very scandalous for two thousand and three um and I was walking to practice graduating high school like literally walking outside like the couple days before graduation like we were doing our practice and I'm I'm reading (laughs) um Order of the Phoenix and I had like a cloth cover on it because nobody could know that I had it because like you just couldn't know that and I was like literally like that much of a dork that I was reading it and like walking whatever so um I keep saying that I was a dork like I was I was never like in that area was, like, made fun of as a kid, but I never had, like, a set group where I, like, really fit in, Um, and that's yet another reason why I don't, I didn't really have, like, any major Harry Potter friends, I feel like, Um, and then again in college, like, I went to college, and, like, I was, like, the only Harry Potter person, like, in my group of friends, and so we didn't, I didn't talk about it with them, like, I didn't go to midnight releases with people when I was in college, Um, like, I would, go like the next day with someone who would go with me the next day or usually they were in the summer. So I think I was usually like home with like my mom, let's say. Um, but I, and like my room was decorated like my freshman year, but I didn't have like not many of my friends from college or like Harry Potter fans or anything like that. I didn't really get my first adult Harry Potter friend until about four years ago. And, um, I met her, my girlfriend, Catherine, I, met her on Bumble BFF. I don't know if people know this, but there's a best friend section of Bumble. So four years ago, I was like fresh out of a divorce, like had just um, been living with my parents at home for like six months and wasn't sure like if I was going to move back up to Manhattan or wasn't. And I, I did, I moved back up to Manhattan. I started like a whole new job. And like, I had like no friends um, at this point, just for various reasons involving my, my ex and like I was like, well, shit, how the, like, how do I meet friends? Like as a 30 something year old moving to Manhattan, um, like back to Manhattan and like starting my life over. And I don't care what anybody says. Like, I love my friends that are married and have kids and stuff like that, but like, it's, sh- they're just different lives. Right. So like, I had like one friend that was single at the time. And I asked her, I was like, how do you meet other single friends? She was like, well, one way is like, I go, I use Bumble BFF and I was like, okay, like whatever. And I was never really done on like dating either. So I was like dating, meeting my now fiance and also meeting my now like best friend um, through Bumble BFF. And we met because like literally our our profile said like the same thing. It was like a Harry Potter fan with like gastrointestinal problems that like loves dogs and like doesn't want to do brunch on the weekends. Like and like we were like, okay, cool. And like that's how we met. Like one of my profile pictures was like me in a robe and hers was like her in a robe. And since then, I've now had someone that like um, she and I did the VR experience actually uh, Thursday night um, for the first time. Like we've been to the store together. Like we were at the store, not opening day, like, like you guys were and stuff, but like maybe a week later. And I go almost every week when I'm forced to go in the city for work. Um, But we had never done the VR before. So like she and I did that together. Um, She's still up in Hoboken. So now we're like further apart from each other. But like, she was really the first person that I had someone as an adult to talk about Harry Potter with never occurred to me to go on instant, like, like Instagram or on Facebook and like connect with groups just never occurred to me. And I think that's another reason why I mentioned you guys earlier, like I never done leaky cons and stuff. Like I didn't have anyone to do leaky cons with. So like, why the hell would I look into that? Do you know what I mean? Like um, I just, I was with previous like um, partners that like, either weren't supportive of it or supportive if I did it by myself and they didn't have to be involved. Um, so like, like a boyfriend isn't going to go with me. So yeah, it just wasn't something I like ever, ever like thought to do. And honestly, even with, with my friend, um, Catherine, like after she and I met and like, she and I do Harry Potter stuff together. Um, she doesn't do like Potter gram or anything like that either. And I'm always like, Catherine, come over. It's like so great over here. Like, Like, I'm always, like, tagging her on stuff and, like, only from my Lumo Stitches account because I, like, only want her to to come and see how great they are, like, when I see them on that account Um, because it's, like, so fun. And I really only stumbled across it because I came across, like, a random posting from Carla, um, GeoJammies, like, and I don't go to, like, the... Searching tab like now I do on my Luma account, but I never used to go on like the searching tab on Instagram. I have like 300 family and friends that I follow. That's it. I'm not interested in other people. But for some reason, like six months ago, I like accidentally clicked on that tab, and usually it shows you like the weirdest freaking shit. And it it's for some reason it came up as Carla, and it was like a video, and I was like, oh look, there's this there's this kind woman who's talking about Harry Potter. How nice is this? And like she was like nine months pregnant at the time. And it just so happened that in her stories, she was posting about the pink Honeyduke shirt that you can only get at New York. And um, she was post she posted something like that she wanted it, but she was going to have to wait another three weeks until Shiloh came because she wasn't going to be able to make a trip again. Never have like messaged anybody before, and I like messaged her, DM'd her, I was like, um, "I'm going to the store tomorrow. I could pick it up for you if you'd like." And she responded to me and was like, oh my God, that would be so great. And like, and like, again, like now that I'm a little bit more into it, I see like people do pickups. I love doing pickups for people when I'm in New York um, and like sending them just because it's like fun to do, but like, she didn't have to take a chance on me, like, you know, anything like that, but she did. And so I picked up the pink Honey Duke shirt for her because it like literally came out that, that week Um, when I was in the store, like a week prior, they didn't have it. Um, And she was, like I said, like nine months pregnant with Shiloh at the time. And I snuck like two baby blankets in the package when I sent it to her. And um, so that's another reason why I really think I'm a Hufflepuff is my, one of my love languages is gift giving. Actually one of my love, my like main love language is gift giving. Um, I'm really bad at receiving gifts. I feel like really awkward. I'm not good at it. Um, Although I love like anything anybody gives me, I'm just like you know, super awkward, but I love to give gifts. Um, I just like to have any little thing that could make someone happy in some way. And if I made it or brought it to them, like that's like super great. So, um, in the past couple of years, since COVID hit, I got back into sewing, which is something that I learned to do like way back in the day. So I, one of my earliest memories, actually, I learned how to sew by hand when I was like, six and by machine when I was like seven or eight. Um, but one of my earliest memories is like sitting on my parents' bed when I was four years old and I must've been like licking, um, the thread to thread the needle and seeing my mom and my grandmother do that. And my mom and grandma like nudging each other being like, look at her, look at her. Like, like they were like, I can remember like catching them catching me doing it. Um, And I probably would have started just sewing, like playing with little things at that point. But my mom, like, I guess her mom sewed, so we sewed like growing up, and that was just kind of a thing my sister and I did. Again, not the coolest activities. Um, I was never like a big quilter or someone who did something really cool. Like, I never like made my clothes or anything like that, which is super awesome. Um, But I did take like all the home ec courses in high school that were uh, revolved around sewing, like. Um, and I just like to sew, but then I went to college at Penn State and then I lived in Hoboken slash Manhattan for the last 12 years and like you don't got room for a sewing machine in your Hoboken Manhattan apartment. like you just don't. Um, so I had like a sewing machine sitting in my parents' basement for like years. and um, I think it was about like four years ago I was living at home with my parents for a couple months and I I was Like, all right, you know, I'm gonna buy like a new sewing machine that like actually works and I'm gonna make myself a Hogwarts robe. And I did. <laughs> and um, it turned out really good. And I like I like it a lot, but it cost way too much time and money to make. So like I will never make another one for somebody else. Um and I was like, okay, great, this is really fun. Like, I'm gonna get into sewing again. And then I moved to Manhattan and then it sat in my like, my parents' basement again for like for literally like years, and then COVID hit. And when we were stuck in um When COVID hit, my fiance and I were stuck in like, I don't know, a 700 square foot apartment in Hoboken, like one bed, one bath, three floor walk up, no outdoor space. Like, I don't think anyone can really understand just how bad COVID was unless you lived in a major city and like, could not open your window without being concerned that the person below you had their window open, like, which is weird as shit. So one of the very few things I could do, um, was bring my sewing machine back up and, Luckily I am, I just have like this possum mentality and I hold on to like everything and I had scrap fabric and, um, I started making masks for people because it was like the one thing that I felt like I could do to be of some sort of help. I don't know. And I would buy, um, cotton, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pillowcases. On Amazon because you couldn't buy cotton. So stores were closed for a while. Then when stores did open up, like good luck trying to get like an order of of cotton anywhere. So I would make masks and I would just like give them away to people. And I would like post on my Instagram and like my Facebook being like, Who wants masks? And I would like literally give them away. Um, the Toy Store that I used to work at when I was in high school, they all have a bunch of Harry Potter masks because I like made like 20 harry potter masks and just sent them to the store and like so um they know me as like that weird harry potter lady even even the people that don't know me know me as that weird harry potter lady but yeah so that was like one thing i did and then i guess because it was covid everyone started having babies and like i'm that age where everyone has babies anyway like i am 36 going on i don't know 22 and everyone has babies already like i think during lockdown um four of my girlfriends from college had uh, their third child. So like, just, there's just a lot of babies. Um, but I was like, oh shit, well I can make baby blankets. And I first started quilting. My sister had a baby, baby number three, like a little over a year ago. So in the beginning I made like nice quilts. Um, they take way too much time. People don't appreciate how much time they take. Um, so I stopped doing quilting and I started just doing like panel blankets and literally like we've had dozens of babies in my between my family and like my friends groups and I just started making a bunch of blankets and I would do again because I don't have friends that don't have friends that are into Harry Potter with the exception of like our girlfriend Joe that's in Spain like and it costs so much money to send something to Spain um I like ran out of people to send anything like quote-unquote dorky to so then I just kind of like stopped sewing blankets for a little bit so when I found like Carla I was so excited that I had found, like I literally had the the two first blankets that I sent her I already had them made like I had made them months prior like just waiting for someone for someone that I might meet that might be Harry Potter related that would be pregnant and like I sent them to her and she was so sweet and like like I didn't expect anything from her or anything like that, but she started posting pictures of Shiloh like in the blankets and people would message her. And at first I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't have that. Like, I don't do that. Like I don't have an account or anything like, you know, whatever. And, and then a few weeks went by and she reached out to me again. And she was like, people are messaging me about these blankets (laughs) because she just kept posting pictures. And, um, and then I also like, you know, sent her like another blanket in the meantime. And, um, so then, then that's why I created my, finally, my Lumo Stitches account. So, like, it's it's really because I, that was, like, my hard entrance into the Harry Potter world, um, which was super great and nice because I started getting these people that, like, I don't know, would never usually find me because Carla would, like, post and say nice things. But I had, had and still have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so... It's nice because now I'm actually selling blankets instead of just giving things away, which is apparently something that you need to do if you're going to recoup any money that you spent, um, all the products that you gave away, um, and also just the space. Like we're in a townhome now, which is nice. Like we relocated to a townhome um, about a year ago because of COVID. So I have that much more space to hold stuff. Um, so I'm able to like spread out and like have workstations and I'm able to like actually kind of take off a little bit on my quote unquote store, which has been nice. Um, and it's been really nice because like people do order from me, which is really exciting, but it's not about like the store aspect to me. I'm like, Oh, somebody wants to be my friend. Like <laughs> they want to be my friend and they like something that I need. Like to me, that's what's so cool. Um, and the fact that the community like has, Embraced me so far and has allowed me to do that is like something that um, is just like really important to me, and I can't like like I, I try to tell other people that are not Harry Potter people about it, and like um, my fiance Ryan's like really sweet and he understands how much it means to me, and like my parents do as well. But like what I try to explain to like other people, they just like don't get it. But I think it's this whole idea of like connecting with people that you've been looking for for a really long time without even really realizing that you were looking for them. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's been like, for me, it's been a 23 and a half year journey, um, that I've been a Harry Potter fan. And so it's been with me a majority of my life and to have people that like appreciate anything that I post or anything that I do that's slightly Harry Potter related. It's just, it's just really nice. It makes me like really happy. Um, so that's like, if you look at the beginning few posts of like my Instagram, when I first started, I was just like posting pictures of like stuff that I had just to like, get it out there so that people could, if you wanted to see what I had, you could see me and like, whatever. But it's kind of, as I got to more know the community a little bit, it's kind of more evolved into like, well, shit, if you want to buy something from me, cool. But like, I really just like to be here. And like, um, I like to be involved. So it's it's a mixture of like, yes, my pages is, is like Lumo stitches. And I sell these, um, I sell these blankets and, and other stuff. Like now I'm doing like scrunchies and hair bands, um, because like people ask me to, which I think is really funny. Um, and there's some other like baby products that I make that I just like, haven't listed yet. Um, and like, yeah, that's great and fun. And like, I love doing all that, but it's, it's just being part of the community is what's been really cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's how we found you, right? That's how we're talking Mm -hmm. today is, you know, we had followed each other and I was looking at your stuff and I'm like, Oh, this is like really cool. Yeah. And like,
2: I found you guys before even knowing about the podcast, like, and then a little bit afterwards, I was like, Oh wait, shit, they have a podcast. But like, I don't know how I found you. Like somebody would have posted something from both of you guys. Like, and that's how I think that's like, what's really cool is like that's how everyone kind of finds everyone. Um, And in a mostly non-competitive way too, which I think is really cool. Like, uh, it's, I've always said that Harry Potter community is very supportive, but it's another thing to like actually see it. Like you will see people that have like competing products, like will will support each other and be connected to each other and hype each other up. And like, and that's really nice. And like, you know, I say about products, like, Like even people that have similar styles of posting on Instagram, like technically you're a threat to each other, right? Like in the, in the quote unquote real world, like um, the followers that you have, like if you have the same aesthetic, right. But I don't, I don't know, maybe because I don't have that many followers. I'm not in that that point yet, but like, I don't necessarily see that in the community. I just see a lot of people like hyping each other up. Um, And that's, yeah, that's how you find each other. That's how, I love the whole part that you guys do about like, um shouting out to different to different people like like that's how I found like various people too that I now follow and like people that I buy stuff from like I um the I forget her name that does the soapy cauldron uh she was like one of you guys had her on a few like years ago and she does the cauldron so uh, that would be Jennifer yeah yeah Jennifer I um I ordered like a bunch of her soaps because I found her from an episode that I listened to from you guys like like a couple of days ago. So again, I'm new to the podcast, even though you guys have had this is your third year doing it. Like um I only have been listening to the podcast for a couple of weeks. So I've gone and listened to like been selective. And like there's certain certain ones that like are more interesting to me than others, no offense. But the ones for certain shops. I'm like, well, shit, let me see those. Like, is that something I'm going to be interested in buying? And with the Soapy Cauldron shop, like, to be honest, I thought it was going to be like bath bombs. And I was like, I'm not interested in bath bombs. Um, But I love that it's actual freaking soap. And especially that it's soap that's like Harry Potter without being too Harry Potter, because it's going to be used for like my fiance and he doesn't care either way. But like, I would have never found her if like, you guys hadn't had her on the podcast or if like somebody else hadn't shouted her out or like somebody, something like that, like never, because you can't, I mean, you guys know, I'm sure you've heard this a million times. You can't use certain tags. You can't use certain words when you're searching for people. Like you just can't. So you can't find people. Um, so it's nice like that, like that you guys do it and that other people do it. Otherwise, and I'll buy like most, I'll buy a lot of things. I'm really bad. Like I'm, I'm a compulsive, impulsive shopper because I just like have like a quote unquote need for a lot of things. Um, that's
0: me. Hi. Hello. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Cause I have a,
2: I'm an very, easy target. I have
0: a very good friend, my little baby boy, nephew, Luca, who I spoil gifts all the time. And he is, he lives in Newark and it's cold in Newark and he could always use some blankets and you know, it, yeah. infant stuff. So we'll be talking. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'll say two things that I'm sure Danny has a question. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm gl- glad that you find certain episodes. Like, so we, I like to think that like we do something for everybody with this podcast and all like our whole, you know, raison d'etre, our whole reason of, of existence is just to share people's Harry Potter stories, whether they have a shop or not. And if they have a shop, if yeah. it's soap, if it's blankets, if it's clothes, if it's scrunchies, if it's bow, hair bows, whatever the hell. Right. Um, And so I would love to imagine that all of our listeners listen to every one of our episodes and are subscribed to creating magic podcast on their podcast platform of choice. However, (laughs) not every episode has to appeal to every single person and I'm fine with that, theoretically. Um, The other thing I'll say is...
2: Yeah, like certain ones where you're talking about like freaking leaky con, and I'm not a part of it. And I can't listen because that makes me too upset, that I'm not a part of it. Well, hey, I'll, listen to it. I'll 20, listen to it later.
0: July 28th to the 31st in Orlando and October 14th to the 16th, I believe, in Denver. Uh, Melissa, you're welcome if I got those dates right. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing I'll say, Danny, is, you know... You know, Danny and I, the way we do this podcast in terms of like, you know, the, the production on the back end is basically I just scroll through Instagram, find accounts that I find really cool. I send the profile of Danny and then she does all the work. Right. And so, you know, we had followed each other. I liked your stuff. But then like you were like just super cool. Like you commented a couple things. Like, we had the PM about murder. Right. Like, you know, like we had a little back and forth. So I said to Danny, I was like, look, I know I send you a lot of accounts. Nicole seems really cool. We should have her on.
2: And I entertain myself, so I really appreciate that. It's nice to have, like, a couple other people to entertain. Like, um, like I've posted some reels lately that I don't like this whole idea of reels and, like, having to do them. But apparently, this is how you get followers. And, like, I like them because they show personality. And I don't like being in front of a camera, which is funny to say as, like, a post-theater kid growing up. Um, it's just not. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of shy in that sense. I only like the attention when I want it. But some of the reels that I've posted recently, I'm like, well, it's funny in my head. So like maybe somebody else will think it's funny. And like literally if they get like five likes, I'm like, all right, that's good for me. Like, <laughs> um, because it's nice to see, like, I like to see when people post stuff and I get to see their personality a little bit. So I was like, all right, well, maybe people will like to see that, see that as well, I guess. Because um, it's fun. Like, I don't know. I realize there's some accounts that I follow. I have no idea who runs them. I talk to the people that run them. I have no idea what they look like. If they're a man, if they're a woman, if like what age they are. No, no idea. Um, I guess that's okay. Sometimes.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) There's too many people for you to remember who everyone is and the algorithm messes it up. That sometimes you're like, I follow this person
2: already. Yeah. And people go away for like weeks at a time and come back. It's really horrible. I mean, we could sit here and bitch about this algorithm. Like, all the time. It's um, But it's just like really weird. And then I'll be like, oh my God, I forgot about that person. And like, I don't know how people who have a lot of followers do it um, because I just have like a goldfish mind, I guess, uh, to begin with. Um, who was I talking to? I was talking to Jocelyn this morning. I know you guys know Jocelyn and I only recently found her, but because she's also like a Jersey chick that works in the city that loves Broadway. We were like, oh shit, well, maybe we'll get together and see a Broadway show. But anyway, so I was like messaging with With her this morning and what were we talking about why did I say that that's what it is that that's what it is oh my god I was talking with Jocelyn about how I have a goldfish brain so I said to her oh what do you do and she was like oh I'm a lawyer I thought I told you that and I was like oh shit she probably did she probably told me that and I just don't remember because I have a freaking goldfish brain and I don't talk to many many people so I'm like oh yep, see, I don't, I don't remember something. And then she was like, she was like, no, I scrolled back. I never told you. I was like, okay. (laughs) But yes, I have a goldfish brain. Um, But I can remember things that like, uh, like, I'll remember people's houses that like, my one friend, I sent her something recently, um, because she was going through like a rough time. And I sent her um, like a bunch of Harry Potter stuff. And she was like, I can't believe that you remember that my house is Slytherin. And I was like, Yeah, but I have no idea what you do for a living or what your husband's name is. Sorry. Um, So that's just the way it is.
1: That happens. And like Stephen sent your profile and I was like looking at it and I was like, this all looks very familiar, but I knew it wasn't from Instagram. And so I went on a deep dive into my Facebook (laughs) page. I was wondering how
2: you would have found me. Uh, Because I followed because Johanna follows me on both my pages and I follow her on both of my pages because she'll post things with the girls. So I was like, oh, maybe that's how but you don't follow her like so you wouldn't see the connection. We're friends on
1: Facebook. So he sent me the profile and I'm like, I know I've seen this before. And when she posted the photos, I had screenshotted it and go, oh, this will be something. And I even in the comments, if you go back, I'm like, oh, hey, who is this? Would they be interested in a
2: podcast? That's really funny. I and so I actually I messaged
1: that. her before reaching out
2: to you. That's really funny. Yeah, that's such a small one. Yeah, she's my little for my authority. Um, not to sound like really basic, but we were in authority in college. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, Penn State shut it down in like 2005, whatever. I'm pretty sure
0: Penn State shut my fraternity chapter down there too. Yeah.
2: Which one? What was it? Sigap. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. They shut down a bunch of stuff right after I graduated. But when we were there, they shut down any non Panhill IFC. So if you were like a service, if you weren't a service sorority or Panhill IFC, you weren't allowed to exist. So they shut us down. But I have a few friends that I still keep in touch with very few. And Johanna is one of them. And um, she is a, a Harry Potter fan. Her husband is a Star Wars fan. So when they've had their two girls, they're like the only two people that I've been able to send them and like one other like friend, her and her wife are like both Harry Potter fans, or I think she's just a Harry Potter fan. So I can send stuff to like their sons. Um, But like, really, that's it. That's like the only people that I have that are Harry Potter fans. So that's why I had like pre-made baby blankets, like ready to go. And as much as I love Joe and Javi over in Spain, like, the difference between sending two baby blankets over to Spain versus like four baby blankets is like a $50 price difference. So I have to like reel it in on how much I send them. Plus they don't need me to send them too much crap. Um, But yeah, so it's, it's funny how like, that's like such a weird small world too, because again, I'm not connected to that many people. Um, Again, me just throwing gifts, any type of Harry Potterness that I can like force force on anyone that I can. So do you see yourself continuing with the shop? I do. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's something that like, keeps me busy in a good way. So I work. I oh it's so complicated. It's not complicated. I'm an executive assistant in investment banking. So I have been home since COVID started. But the Office has been open. Uh, bankers are back mostly full- time. I have not been back mostly full-time. I go in sporadically. Um, it's just a completely different world now. So it's nice when I'm home, um, I am able to just get a lot more done like in between stuff. like I'm not someone that's good with downtime. So like if I'm waiting on a response of an email and I don't have like something immediate to do, like I will get stressed, like, right. So I just like, you know, get myself into tizzy. If I'm in an office, like it's like counterproductive. If I'm home, I can be doing like five things at once. So I really like that. Um, but a lot of that also too depends on how much I get to continue working from home. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's weird because I, I like it and I like to do it and I would like to continue doing it, but there's only so much of a market for like, let's say quote unquote baby blankets. But I don't know, like, do I branch out in certain things? Do I not? Like, sometimes I see things that, like, my friends are using for their kids and I get ideas. And I'm like, yeah, but I know someone that makes that already. And, like, I don't want to compete with them. You know, like, I don't know, weird shit like that. So I definitely would like to continue with it. Um, If I continue with doing just blankets, I don't know. Uh, I just, I don't know. But definitely I would like to continue with it
1: well we're excited to see where you take your shop in the future
2: thanks
1: why don't we head into some random harry potter questions okay no wrong answers
2: for the most part all right favorite book favorite movie okay so every time you guys like ask this to other people i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go with like how i felt when they came out favorite book prisoner of azkaban Um, I think that was the first time I can remember getting to the end and being like, oh, my God, she had this plan the whole time. Like, that was never something that my little brain at like 14 could imagine. Like, because, again, I'd never read book series. So the thought that like you could get to the end of a third book and be like, and it's the rat from the first one. And like all these things that made sense, like that was mind blowing to me, the whole aspect of Sirius and all of that. And um, just Harry getting his first, like, adult, like, figure in his life, like, that was just, I can remember that, like, really hitting hard to me. I've always had very strong, like, adult figures in my life. My parents have always been really great. And I think, like, when he first got that, I was like, oh, he's finally going to get a little glimpse of something. And will freaking crashed and burned. But, you know, it was for a little bit. It was fun. Um, And my favorite movie is um, Half-Blood Prince. It is um, the one that I can watch the most over and over again. Um, I also love like one in three. um can watch, you know, I, I, I love most of them with the exception of four um, for various reasons. But yeah, I, I just really love Half-Blood Prince and there's certain parts in it that's just like really make me chuckle. And visually, it's really nice too.
0: You told us all about the various characters you dislike at the top of the podcast, who's your favorite character?
2: So again, it's hard. Cause I really love Harry. Like, and I feel like that's such a lame, um, a lame thing to say because it's so like cliche, but I do really love Harry. There's so many parts of him that I just really identify with and um, just really loved. Like he is just very much a person and like the struggles that he goes through um, even like now I was listening to uh, part of book five recently as I was driving and he's even such a little shit in that book like he's so like hormonal and a brat and I'm like yep yeah no still totally right like I still like I side with him like 99% of the time um, I also really love Hagrid because I just just love the the crap out of him um, but they're the two that I like probably identify with the most and like just love the most. If you could take any class, what would it be? Any current class, probably. um, I would probably do herbology. I would like to say something cool, like I'd be really good at charms or something like that, but I'm really good with like working with my hands and stuff. Um, As weird as it's sounds to say that (laughs) my my fiance says I have working hands like I don't know if you can see my hands and like the camera that you guys can see but like yeah my hands always like I like doing things um, more than like sitting behind a desk or anything I like the whole idea of herbology plus I'm kind of like a plant mom now as much as I can be in in my current apartment Um, and that's kind of like the most not the most hands-on class but the most hands-on class, if you know what I mean. Like the one where you're literally getting your hands in there the most. And there's no like home ec class at, at Hogwarts. Like I would probably bring that if I could like, or, um, or like a choir class. I think you guys talked in one episode, you were like, well, they have the choir because they sing at the one, the one point, like there's the choir at the beginning of like the third you know movie or whatever. So there's a choir, but like, there's no, you know, musical theater class, um, but that's what I would really like to take, like wizard musical theater, but that's not a thing. So.
0: What house is your fiance in?
2: He's a Gryffindor. Yeah, he's like your typical, like, I shouldn't say typical, that sounds so mean to say that, but he's very, like, he's definitely more outgoing and brave. He's like, he's like a, also, again, sounds horrible. to say, he's a sales guy. So he's just, very good with like meeting people and talking with people, but like having no um anxiety behind it. Like I'm good with meeting and talking to people too, but I'm like shitting myself in the back end. Like to him, he's just very like outgoing and and like not scared of any of those types of things. And like he is very chivalrous and those things as well. Um yeah, which is funny when I said like something when I really was explaining what Hufflepuff is like, he was like, oh yeah. Yeah, no, that's you, <laughs> because like, like I'm not brave. So, and when you think of that, like Gryffindor, is, like the first thing is being brave. That's why it's yeah.
1: All right, I think that's all the questions we have. Stephen, did you have anything else?
0: Well, the last interview we ended. You went for Stephen. Do you have any wrap-up questions? And I asked like a super deep socioeconomic psychological question so i'm gonna try to avoid that tonight um one question i didn't ask and has fuck all to do with harry potter is who's your football team
2: <clears throat> i despise football okay cool cool, cool
0: cool cool i i can live with that <laughs>
2: That's probably a better answer
1: than it not being the right team.
0: The whole Penn state thing had me a little concerned. Well, that's always that odd contingency of Jersey people who for some reason support the Cowboys. And I really don't get that. No,
2: that doesn't make any sense to me, but I actually come from the only public high school in the state of New Jersey, not to have football. Um, little known fact we did, we got it the year I was a senior, but it didn't become varsity until the year after I graduated. So we still don't count that. Um, I'm from a soccer town. Nobody played football. So the fact that I went to Penn State was, like, weird. But I don't watch it. Uh, I have with, like, you know, other people that I've been with previously in my life. But, like, I've said to my fiancé more than once, like, God, I love that we don't watch football in this house. Like, just, yeah. But I'm from being in Jersey. My mom's from Philadelphia. And my dad's from North Jersey, though. So you get, like, both sides. And, yeah. And then, in you know, in New York, you get, like, okay, are you... Jets versus Giants, and it's just very complicated. Shout so I do out. nothing. And yeah. I barely follow Penn State football. I I it sounds really horrible to say, but it's totally true.
0: Shout out to the PDA Academy, played for them growing up. Shout out to the Ocean City Barons. The best, are they semi pro? I forget what they were, but the best, we'll call them semi pro soccer team in Ocean County. Um Danny, that's what I got for this episode.
1: Sounds good. And then I have one final thing is that you mentioned you had a creator shout out when we
2: were chatting. Oh, yeah. So why don't we hear who you want to shout out? <clears throat> so this is, I was, I've been thinking about this and it's really hard to like, because there's a million people I'd like to shout out, but I have to do like a couple and that's my limit. So one of the first people, and I'm trying to do people that like you guys may not know. One of the first people that I met in Partigram is Justine at um, Rosenfill. So I'm probably butchering that. She, Speaks French because she's from Canada and probably says everything beautiful. But, you know, I'm saying it Rose and Phil, um, but it's Rose E N F I L. She does beautiful embroidery sweatshirts. So I have like a really cute Wamping Willow with like the um, Ford Anglia like crashing into it that I love. And I've got like a Weasley and Weasley sweatshirt that I love. But she does really fun things. She's super, super nice, very supportive. Um, and she's in Canada, but like ships like really really great shipping to the U S it's funny because I don't understand, like it costs her less to ship things to me than it does for me to ship things to her. I don't get how that works, but whatever. Um, and then I don't know, do you guys know Nasheen over at Nashly Poshly? Um, the name
0: sounds familiar. I don't so think she does, I know her.
2: She does beautiful pin boards and pins are something that is another thing that I had no idea about really until I joined the Harry Potter world. Like I have a couple of enamel pins that I have found out of luck over the years, because again, you can't search for things on Etsy like Harry Potter. Um, but there are some pin creators that I have followed that I have spent hundreds of dollars on pins this year, and I am not a pin collector, um, but there are people that just make these beautiful things. And, um, Nashley Poshley makes pin boards and they're just so beautiful. And she's in the UK, but again, her just her aesthetic and like is very nice. And what she posts, she's just very sweet and like, just so, so sweet. Um, and my last one is Natalie at Love and Lumos Tea House. So she's a new account as well. Totally new to Pottergram, like maybe a month after me, but so, so n- nice and super supportive. And I love her teas. So um, my stupid uh, fiance switched from coffee to herbal teas, um, like, I don't know, four months ago, just, just cause he can, um, he, he jokingly says that like the, the main side effect is self-righteousness. Um, so yeah, he doesn't drink any, any caffeine anymore. I'm a really big coffee maker. So I was looking like for herbal teas uh, to give him for Christmas gifts. And I randomly came across Natalie, like, like literally like the day she created her Instagram account it was very weird. Um, and she didn't have any herbal teas on her site, but I messaged her and I just wanted an excuse to buy my non Harry Potter fiance, some Harry Potter teas. Uh, And she was so nice and she can create whatever, but she's actually doing like, um, by the time this comes out, she'll have more stuff out, but she's doing like a launch of like new ones coming up. So if anybody's into tea, she does really cute stuff and like puts little like bits of stuff in it and you can get, um, little sprinkles. So like they melt in your tea and they make your tea glittery. It's really cute. But anyway, so those are my, that's my short list of three. Those are the only three that I think that you guys um, maybe haven't heard of before. Um,
1: And finally, how about you shout out your account?
2: Oh yeah. So um, I'm Lumos stitches. So it's Lumos underscore stitches. Um, Yeah. And it's, that's just me. My, my uh, page, when you go, it's my little tag is not a picture of my face, but you'll see me on there eventually. And. Yeah, so I sell mostly baby blankets and bibs and scrunchies and bows. And I have these crinkle things coming out and various things. And um, I would like to maybe get into dog products. That is one thing I would like to do. But because I have a dog, that's my baby. I don't have a baby. It's just my dog. Yeah, so that's me. Um, And anybody that wants to come and hang out and say hi, you don't ever have to buy anything for me. Just please come be my friend. Uh, And that's it. And if you're in the New Jersey or New York area, I would love to like meet up with people, like not in a weird way, but like, if you know of Potter cons or like shit like that, like tell me about it because I need to know. That's
1: it. We'll make sure you know. And also the <laughs> I need friends, I want friends is very Hufflepuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is, isn't that So sad. <laughs> Anything, my friend?
0: Danny. one of the things Nicole mentioned towards the start of that episode was that she had a photo somewhere of her at like age 14 dressed as Harry for Halloween. Got me thinking, I'm curious. You seem like you probably were a Halloween costume wear, given you like cosplay to the extent that you're like making it now. So do you have any costumes from growing up that you care to tell us about?
1: So um, I went through a phrase where like there was a few years I really didn't do Halloween, but I specifically remember she was like telling that story that so I learned to sew at a young age and then you know things just you just kind of like fall out of something and then Harry Potter came out and I went to my mom and I'm like you need to help me sew better so I can make a cloak and this was before there were patterns for Harry Potter things this was pre-movies so we went and found some pattern from Simplicity that was like a generic wizard cloak type, probably Lord of the Rings themed and made myself my own Harry Potter cloak. And I was Hermione. That was probably middle school. So it was right when I first read the books because I did not have glasses when I was reading when I made that. And I know you're not a big Halloween person, so I don't know if I can ask you the same thing.
0: No, I think other than one year in college where I blacked out in a flannel button up and had a beard and said I was a lumberjack um the last time I ever wore a costume was fifth grade I believe that sounds right um I was always like as a young kid a Pokemon like one year I think I was Charizard
1: my brother was a ninja for like 10 years running I was wondering if you went the same route
0: I was the Red Ranger from Power Rangers one or two years otherwise I was always in a Giants jersey or a New Jersey Devils hockey sweater Or a Yankees jersey. And that was it.
1: That's not surprising.
0: Yeah. like That was as far as we went. And then fifth grade. I remember it was like 2005. It was like fifth grade. I was like, hey, this is dumb. I'm not doing this anymore. So I sat inside the house and ate candy um, and had quite a night. So that's that. Uh, Hey, Danny, let's do some creator shout outs.
1: All right. Who is your creator shout out?
0: My creator shout out for this episode is friend of the pod someone who's been on the podcast before Uh, our friend, Johnny, the collecting wizard has a new Instagram account at Johnny shops. So what he's doing is pretty simple. He's going to do personal shopping for you around universal. So if there's ever a piece of merchandise that you want, um, that can only be found at universal, Johnny's your guy. You take a look at his Instagram, Johnny shops and he's always going to the parks, posting photos of merchandise that's available and he'll pick it up for you. He'll charge you for shipping and a little bit of an upcharge just for his gas and his time and his effort and all that stuff. But if you're looking for universal merch and you can't get to the park yourself, no one better than Johnny to hook you up. So uh, at Johnny Shops on Instagram, he's he's your guy. All right.
1: My shout out is Lizette at It's Lizard the Wizard. Uh, We found her through the month-long challenge we did back in January, the New Year, New Magic Challenge. So she just has some fun content, fun edits, some very beautiful pictures. So I think you should go check them out. I am also going to add a second shout-out that is self-serving.
0: Oh, oh, second shout-out. Yay, yay, yay. Boom, 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 boom. Second shout-out. Who's your second shout-out?
1: I'm shouting out myself and some friends because after we did the new year, new magic challenge, we had a lot of feedback that people had a lot of fun and doing a month long challenge every month is too much. So what we have decided to do is that each month we are going to do a prompt one day a month, and it's going to still be under the hashtag new magic, new year, new magic challenge. And we would love for people to join us
0: that's all folks bye bye now if you do not mind I'm going to bed for either of you come up
2: with another clever idea to get us killed or were expelled